So we are in the middle of a campaign here at Trinity. Uh, it's a campaign about spreading kindness and positivity and hope and love. Uh, it's a campaign in a season of other campaigns that are happening that sometimes may not be spreading those things. And we wanted to make sure we were spreading something good in the community this month. And so some of you know that we are right in the middle of our Love Your Neighbor campaign. And so we're talking about what that means and what that might look like in worship and encouraging you to be a part of it. Um, one of the ways you can be a part of it is by having one of these signs, uh, taking one. There's some still available today as you leave. Um, and to, to put it either in your yard or uh, put it up where you see other campaign signs as a way of offering a, a positive message in those spots um, and sharing love in our community. Um, and so today we're continuing that campaign and that theme in worship um, and, and specifically today talking some about uh, what it looks like to love your neighbor when it may not be easy. Loving your neighbor when, when maybe you'd rather not um, or when you're finding it difficult to do so. Now, Catherine touched on this subject a little bit last week in reference to uh, how sometimes it, it can be challenging for groups of people to love one another. Um, but today we're going to drill down a little more into the personal, uh, the one-to-one the -one, uh, interaction and loving our neighbors. And to help us dive into that, we're going to look at a scripture passage from Paul's letter to the Romans. So a little bit of background, when Paul is writing to the Romans, he realizes that he is writing into a context where we're, we're talking about the city of Rome at a time when there were many different people living in Rome, and as the church was forming, there were people coming from lots of different backgrounds, and there were lots of things they didn't agree about, and there were some pretty strong opinions and perspectives on different topics. And there were some deep divisions that existed. And so Paul speaks into that environment, and at one point in Romans, he addresses a couple of specific examples of where they have disagreements. Uh, one of those disagreements is over food. Are there certain foods that are clean and others that are unclean, or is everything okay? And they didn't all agree about, about the answer to that question. He also addresses the question of days of the week. And uh, are, are there certain days that are more holy than others, or is every day the same? And there was disagreement about that. And so in chapter 14 of, of the letter to the Romans, we hear him talking about this and speaking to it. You know, when there are disagreements and divisions between people, those, those can get personal in a hurry. <clears throat> We've seen this a lot in recent years, haven't we? We've seen relationships uh, fracture and break as people have had disagreements which have become deeper divisions over things like masks and vaccines, about sexuality, about racism, about theology, about educational curriculum, deep divisions. And it seems like in our current context, it often feels easier to people to shun others than to see them or to hear them 
or to spend time with them. So today we're going to spend a little bit of time focusing on the personal dimension of loving neighbors where sometimes it can be difficult. <clears throat> Let me read for you, <clears throat> excuse me, this passage from Romans 15, the first seven verses. You can follow along on the screen as I do. We who are powerful, <clears throat> and understand, just so you have a little context here, when Paul talks about being powerful, uh, his reference point is the power that is ours through the gift of the Holy Spirit. Um, he's not talking about other kinds of power. He's talking about the power that is ours because the, the Spirit is present in our lives. We who are powerful need to be patient with the weakness of those who don't have power and not please ourselves. Each of us should please our neighbors for their good in order to build them up. Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, the insults of those who insulted you fell on me. Whatever was written in the past <clears throat> was written for our instruction so that we could have hope through endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures. May the God of endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude toward each other similar to Christ Jesus' attitude. That way, you can glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ together with one voice. So welcome each other in the same way that Christ also welcomed you for God's glory. This is the word of God for the people of God, and God's people say, thanks be to God. Would you pray with me? Come Holy Spirit and breathe life into the words that I speak, that they might carry a word from you into our hearts and lives this morning. Amen. So the title of today's message you may have noticed on screen or in your bulletin is 30 Seconds at a Time. And I want to start by giving credit where credit is due. Uh, this is not uh, original to me. I got the idea for this title from a chapter in a book by Bob Goff. The book is entitled Everybody Always. And one of the stories that he tells is about going skydiving with his son. And in the course of telling that story, uh, begins to talk about the challenge of loving our neighbors sometimes. And he, he offers this idea that what he has decided to do is when he finds it challenging to love another person, uh, to, to just try to love them 30 seconds at a time. 30 seconds at a time. Now, I, I listened to that and it just really resonated with me. Now, a couple of thoughts at the outset. I don't recommend, if you're gonna practice this, I don't recommend counting out loud. Um, you know, the other person might say, what, what, what in the world are you doing? Oh, I'm just, I'm just making sure I can make it to 30 seconds listening to you jabber. Also, don't recommend setting a timer on your, on your watch or on your phone. Um, you need to get that? Uh, no, no, no. I'm just reminding myself that I can do this 30 seconds at a time, being patient with you. Um, but on the other hand, just thinking internally about just one small step at a time, seeking to do better, seeking to love better, seeking to uh, offer a witness that perhaps is different from the kind of witness that people typically experience in life. 
And, and to realize that to lean into that is not to immediately commit to forever, but just to take one small step at a time toward better relationships with people with whom you find it to be challenging sometimes. So as we think about that step-by-step pathway this morning, I wanted to offer a few observations that we might keep in mind as we do that. The first observation is this, people need grace. You know, often what we experience when we encounter someone who may be exhibiting what we think of as bad behavior, uh, rudeness, unkindness, um, often that has a backstory. Uh, There's a history and past experiences of pain and rejection and heartbreak and brokenness that is fueling that behavior or that approach that we find so difficult And when we remember that the behavior has a backstory, we can become more likely to to be able to have compassion for another person. A quote from his book from Bob Goff about this, he says, I try to see difficult people in front of me for who they could become someday. Sounds kind of like, I think, maybe the way God sees us seeing us for who we can become and loving us into the full expression of who we were made and and designed to be. When we think about this idea of people needing grace, it might also be a good opportunity for us to ask from time to time, am I the one being difficult here? (laughs) You know, we, we, we find it easy to point out the other person who's being difficult, but but when am I being the one who's difficult, and, and maybe that's a reminder to us that we too are people who are in need of grace from others. So the second thing, uh, for second observation is this. When somebody is being difficult or when you find somebody to be unkind or ugly or rude or hard to get along with, it's usually not about you. There, there may be occasions when it is, and in, on those occasions, maybe that's one of those times when it's good for us to evaluate, am I the one who's being difficult here? But it's usually not about you. It's about whatever is going on in that person's heart and life. It's about the stuff that they're dealing with. And you know this from your own experience, when something is going on that is challenging us in our personal lives, sometimes we don't act the way we should with other people, and we lash out at people in unhealthy ways, ways that can be hurtful. So if we can remember that it's usually not about us when we experience that with someone, then maybe that can help us avoid knee-jerk reactions to people. And maybe, maybe, Uh, Aaron Burr in the musical Hamilton got it right, not in order to make us better politicians, but in order to make us better neighbors, maybe we should talk less, and y'all know the answer to this, right? Smile more. Maybe we should talk less and smile more and just stop for a moment. I love the guidance that 
Paul gives to us in another place when he's writing to the Ephesians and he talks about putting on the whole armor of God when we walk out into the world. And one of the amazing things about this description of what the armor of God looks like is that he says, as shoes for your feet, put on whatever will enable you to communicate the gospel of peace. We are instructed to wear the shoes of peace as we interact with others. So talk less, smile more. And then right on the heels of this idea of it's usually not about you is to remember that if it's usually not about you, then don't make it about you, (laughs) right? Don't make it about you in that moment when you are frustrated, when you are tired, when you are beyond wit's end in dealing with somebody else. Don't make it about you. Rather, in that moment, perhaps what we do is to listen more deeply, to step back from what could be the knee-jerk reaction and instead choose to listen more deeply or as one of my good friends in ministry uh, has taught me recently, to lean in. Don't run away. Lean in and pay attention and listen to something that somebody is trying to communicate even if they're doing it in a way that feels difficult. Ask questions in order to gain better understanding. And even just in taking that action of asking a question, you are expressing a willingness and openness for somebody else to communicate, to say what they feel like they need to say, and to pay attention. So as we do these things, one of the most important observations of all, and it's embedded in this passage from Romans today, is for us to remember Christ, and specifically to remember Christ's example for us. Paul reminds the Romans to take on an attitude toward each other that we see in the life of Christ. It's it's an echo of what we hear in Philippians, where he quotes the Christ hymn, that talks about Christ emptying himself and offering himself fully for the sake of others and for God's purposes. And in doing so, he does not take on arrogance, but rather he takes on humility in being able to humble himself and be present with people, even when people can be difficult. And as we remember Christ, we remember that for our own lives, The beauty of Christ's presence in our life is that he has accepted us even when we didn't deserve it or earn it, even when we were difficult. And so as we sense Christ's acceptance for us, we too can seek to accept others. Now there's a word in this part of the passage from today in the Greek Um, that has a lot of weight and significance to it. The word is proslambano. And in the translation that I read this morning, it's the word that was translated as welcome. Welcome others as Christ has welcomed you. Here's an interesting thing about that word, though. Uh, One of the underlying meanings for that word is the idea that we would 
grant access to our heart for another. To welcome, to be hospitable, to accept another is to grant access to our heart. It's about vulnerability. It's about being open and not shutting down, not closing ourselves off when we are interacting with others. And that can be challenging, right? We, we know all of us have had some experience along the way of what it was like to be open and vulnerable and, and to have that manipulated or exploited or trounced on. And yet, as we look at the example of Christ, Christ keeps inviting us to open up, to be available, to grant, to grant access to our heart. The last observation I would make this morning is, uh, you know, I, I mentioned at the beginning this idea of power that Paul talks about is all about power that comes from the Spirit. So in another place, Paul talks about the fruit of the Spirit. And so I would just challenge us, call us to be cultivating all the fruit. Um, now, now the list of the fruit we find in Galatians 5.22 where it says this, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Now as you look at that list, I imagine you like I can identify with some of those fruits or some of that fruit, if you will. One of the interesting things about it is that it doesn't say the fruits of the Spirit are. It says the fruit of the Spirit is. There's a totality to it. They all go together. Um, but you, like, like I, probably find some of those easier to practice than others, particularly when you are encountering challenging circumstances or a challenging relationship. Paul reminds us if we are going to lean into the power that the Spirit has for us in our relationships to cultivate all the fruit. This is not a pick and choose cafeteria plan that we're being offered here. And so perhaps a question for each of us to ask ourselves is this this morning, which one or which ones of the fruit need cultivating better cultivating in our lives in dealing with difficult people. And maybe as you think about that question this morning, you start by reflecting on one particular relationship that is in your life right now that is strained or challenged. And what fruit of the Spirit do you need to be cultivating in order to lean into a better relationship with that person in order to love that neighbor in a way that maybe they can experience the love of Christ and the acceptance of Christ through the fact that you welcome and love them. Several years ago, Catherine and I had an opportunity to visit Northern Ireland, and uh, it was there where we really got to know Gary Mason, who some of you heard preach here just a few weeks ago. Um, and to spend time with people there in Northern Ireland who had been on both sides of the conflict that is often referred to as the Troubles. One of the conversations that we got to be a part of was with two men, uh, one of whom 
identified as a member of Sinn Féin, and the other who identified as a member of the Ulster Freedom Fighters. Now, these are two very different groups of people in Northern Ireland uh, who were at war with each other in the Troubles, and who to this day, uh, often there is um, conflict between them. Uh, Both of these men, during the height of the Troubles, had been imprisoned and had been beaten by members of the other's armies. Both of these men had participated themselves in violent crimes against the other person's group of people. But these two men, in the aftermath of the Troubles, um, began to be a part of relationship building across their differences, across their deep divisions. Now you can imagine that as that relationship started, it began with a cloud of suspicion and doubt. Um, How could this possibly result in anything positive or hopeful? But they both leaned in. Both of these men leaned into something that they could not see the end of the road for But they leaned in and they talked in that conversation that we had with them about the slow journey toward trust and respect and mutual understanding. I imagine that at times as they were building that relationship, it happened 30 seconds at a time. And I imagine that there were times when when it took a little bit of a step backward And they had to hit the reset button. And they had to lean in again and say, okay, I'm just going to take that next small step in this relationship. And it took them doing that time and time again. And little by little, they practiced with each other and began to practice with others as well who they invited into the relationships proslambano granting access to their heart to the other person. And those two men share in the work to this day of seeking to promote and produce healing among their peoples in Northern Ireland. You know, there's a lot of healing that needs to happen in our community, in our nation, What if we were the people who decided that we were going to love our neighbors, even the difficult ones, in such a way that we were proactive in moving toward healing? In writing to the Romans, Paul says this. He says, strive for the things that bring peace and the things that build each other up. I love that word strive. Because almost by implication, strive acknowledges that we're not going to get it right all the time. We're striving for it. And sometimes we will fall. And when we fall, we get back up. And we try again for 30 more seconds to do it better, to be kind, to be patient, to be faithful, to be gentle, to love to wear the shoes of peace. Y'all just keep loving people. (laughs) 
just keep loving people? And who knows, maybe someone out there will love you too on the days when you're difficult to get along with. Will you pray with me? Holy God, we give you thanks that you are a loving and grace-filled God, that you loved us first, and that you loved us so much that you gave us a tangible witness to your love through Jesus Christ, who accepted us when we hadn't earned it, who welcomed us when we didn't deserve it, who loves us each and every moment of every day. Help us to live more like Jesus, to love more like Jesus, to love our neighbor as a way of bearing witness to loving you. Amen.